Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, quack, quack. Glad you could make it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Manchester United need to pick themselves up for their trip to Chelsea. Wolves have a tricky one, and Newport host Manchester City. Hi, men. How are we? Fala well, is there, mate. Good. Fala is there, mate. I'm <laughs> feeling horny. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. It's a slightly earlier record today, so... Uh, yeah. So you can fit asleep. in more horn for the rest <laughs> yeah, exactly. of the day, presumably. It's also single got... awareness day today. Oh, so people, for people who aren't, who aren't in a relationship, right? because they don't feel left out. That yeah. is very oh. much just a byproduct of it being Valentine's yeah. Day, though, yeah. isn't it? I don't know. Is very that much an official true. thing? Yeah. Very much a 21st century thing as well. It's yeah. very much singles being aware that they're single, yeah. <laughs> more than anything else. More mm. aware than they would otherwise. Well, mm. they're all it, welcome around Pete's house. Yes. They're all welcome in the Football Ramble parish. Mm. Definite. It's, yeah. it's a broad yeah. parish and a loving mm. one. And the bigamists. Yeah. Like, what, whatever. <laughs> whatever you're doing with yourself. Jimmy... Big talking, Jimmy style. Talking on behalf mm. of your people. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, before we talk uh, about the FA Cup this weekend, uh, Gordon Banks sadly died, of course, and Eric Harrison as well, two, uh, two giants of the game. Um, yeah, for but, very different reasons. But yeah. For very different reasons. And then the tributes have been really nice. And in particular for Gordon Banks as well, a player whose, whose career, obviously, we don't remember, but we've very much enjoyed looking back on. Uh, Pele gave a really lovely tribute talking about that save, of course, uh, mm. and so on. There was a yeah. wonderful photo mm. during the rounds as well where Gordon Banks is diving catching and catching a dog. Catching a dog <laughs> yes. around on the pitch. The, the, the tribute from Pele to Gordon uh, was a really nice one, and, and it's, yeah. it's quite long, so I'll just read the final three sentences mm. where he says, I'm glad he saved my header because that act was the start of a friendship between us that I will always treasure. Whenever we met, it was always like we had never been apart. I have great sadness in my heart today, and I say condolences to the family he was so proud of. Rest in peace, my friend. Yes, you were a goalkeeper with magic, but you were also so much more. You were a fine human being. Mm. If you Very ever, if you ever, yeah, if you ever need to know how to do a, a beautiful tribute, that is top class. Yeah, it's, great. it's yeah. done so well. Great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And, and yeah, obviously his his place in football folklore is forever assured because of the the World Cup win. Um, but obviously a, a, an illustrious uh, club career with Stoke and Leicester City, among some other places as well. Uh, and yeah, the, the world, the football world, is much poorer without him. And we, mm. and we send our condolences to his family and friends. And there was a lovely tribute to him actually at White Hart Lane last night. Um, it oh, was, Wembley. Uh, sorry, Wembley. God, I'm getting yeah, ahead of yeah. myself. Not to uh, I'm getting before myself and ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, uh, where it was uh, obviously a minute silence, but it, it sort of broke into spontaneous applause for him. Um, and you know, and rightly so because he, he was a great guy and, and a great, a great goalkeeper. And, and a performance from Spurs, fitting of the great absolutely uh, a clean sheet, of course. You got Lloris, his own personal that. tribute with an amazing save at <laughs> the, the far post. But, uh, That's right. What a performance from Spurs! It was great. Before we get into Spurs, can I just s- s- spare a thought for Eric Harrison? Yes, of course. Well, sorry, because, yes, yes. Um, for those who obviously not quite as famous a name as Gordon uh, Banks, but uh, a guy who um, was absolutely instrumental in bringing a number of top quality players through at Manchester United. One of the unsung heroes, really. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> winning, the, um, winning the Youth Cup 
uh, with United 92 and 95, I think. And of course, the class of 92 is, mm-hmm. is the big legacy he left, among other things. But when um, it was it was known that he was severely ill, there was talk of um, people just flooding to, flocking to his house. I mean, David Beckham drove 400 mm-hmm. miles to be with him and, and, and took in a homemade cake and all this other stuff. And it, clearly a guy who was very, very important mm. to the careers of a number of top quality players. And their tributes on Twitter today have been testament to that. So rest in peace, Eric, as well. Very much so, yeah. Yeah, indeed. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right, Jim, now we can finally talk about Spurs. I know you're really wanting to do this. Uh, what a win. Champion the bit. Yeah, it was fantastic, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, all business aside, they were, they were, they were excellent. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's good for English football. Yes. Um, but also, good for North London. Yeah. It's, um, Putting them back on the map. It's very, um, <laughs> it's very rare that a Champions League tie is, is so definitively won in the first leg, isn't it? I don't think that... Um, well, maybe mm-hmm. not rare, but you, you certainly didn't expect it in a tie that looks so evenly matched. Yeah, it's so. not a League Cup semi-final. No. I, I think there's been, there's been situations with Spurs under Pochettino in the past where they have been in a decent situation, a different posi- decent position... Mm-hmm. And they've just gone gung ho, gone for it, gone for it, gone for it, and perhaps been caught out and and had shown a bit of immaturity, perhaps. Whereas last night's performance was so mature. I mean, mm. the first half was very competitive, hard to, to to make a breakthrough. They had a lot on their plate, keeping Sancho and Pulisic quiet. Second half, they just came out flying, mm. early goal, yeah, and then really impressed their advantage on 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 the game. Mm. And 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 uh, you th- you would think I was thinking at the time they come away with this with a one nil. It's a solid result, but they'd like two. I never thought they'd come out of it with yeah, three, no. but they kept their foot on the throat and they kept going. And you'd have to fancy them to go through now. I you mean, would, very and, difficult. and I think they will Dortmund. go through. But I can see Dortmund going two nil up. In yeah, secondly, yeah. I think Spurs, Spurs I, from everywhere is probably thinking. That. Yeah, no, but I think Spurs will go through, and I think the weather. But I can see it being a bit nervy at some points. I think this sort of performance will give them so much confidence in terms of whoever they get in the next round. Should they go through? I don't. I think there are. They're in an unusual situation because they don't fear anyone. We've seen that in the mm-hmm. league, and obviously they've come up short against a few, a few sides like you know Liverpool, um, and that's to be expected. But I, I think that there will be an unusual prospect for anybody playing them yes. because mm-hmm. you, I mean you sort of know what you're going to get, but they've not been around in the Champions League long enough for teams to have figured them out. And also, in, most in of the sense. footage you'll have, they'll have of Spurs will be with Harry Kane up front. Now he may well be back, presuming Spurs. Will go he through. get back in the side? Well, that's <laughs> an alley. Get back won, in the side. I think they've won six of eight without him. Which yeah. is but you, but you know, I, I felt like we talked about this on the show before, and I, I felt like I don't know if you guys agreed. I think you think you did at the time where we said it feels like they're going back to the well and they're just pulling these results out mm-hmm. and they look tired and they're dragging themselves through it and they're getting results and that's a testament to them. Yeah. To me, last night they didn't look tired at all. They looked really up for it. Mm-hmm. They looked really. In for the occasion, and and Jan Vertonghen was. I don't mm. know if a, if I've ever seen a player be so bad and so good. Like <laughs> Sissoko's up there, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. well, Sissoko was great last yeah, night as well. Great. But was it was it in the North London derby where Vertonghen got yeah, yeah, sent off? He was yeah. absolutely appalling. I, I think in a particular fantasy fantasy football um, website, I mm. play with my friends. He got minus eight points that day, <laughs> and, and last night it was he was incredible. Being played out of position at thirty-one, in a position I don't know if he's ever played before. Mm. A goal and assist, keeping one of the brightest young talents in uh, European football quiet. He was unbelievably good. Um, but the, the the biggest testament to Spurs you can pay, I think, is that they didn't look at all tired last night. They looked really up for it. They were on the front foot. They controlled the game. It was such a mature performance for did them. You, did you agree with Arsene Wenger's comments about uh, the what team? What did he say? He, he basically said he compared Spurs team to uh, the Manchester United team of uh, 19, 19, 1992 uh, and 93, like the class of 92 rather, yeah. and sort of said they need to start winning stuff. They're a very positive young team. 
which I don't think they are that young, uh, but they need to start winning things. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Arsene Wenger because that leads us neatly on to Manchester United, who, of course, uh, didn't have a positive result, though, but they were being quite <laughs> handedly. And Big Veng getting involved after the match said, Man United played at home and had one shot on goal in the Champions League. That tells you the difference between the two teams. Big Veng sticking <laughs> on the boot! That's with punditry, though, isn't it? That's yeah. From, yeah. Well, it's not shouting it from the stand. Listen, I bell. You very much, you very much presented it like he was. No, no, he's, he's sticking people in the boot. He's He's not doing... ringing people up individually, is he? He's <laughs> yeah. obviously got some sort of platform. I'm not presenting that at all. I'm saying Big Veg post-retirement is sticking <laughs> the boot in and he's absolutely loving it. He's on Periscope. All, all that's missing from these... And he started saying about, well, they were dominated in midfield. You can't be dominated in midfield the whole game. All he's missing at the start of these sentences is from personal experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And trust me, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's harrowing. Yeah. Well, it's fun, this. Yeah. Slagging everybody else off and yeah. it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> Who's a voyeur now? Wasn't, wasn't, oh. um, wasn't Sadie... I mean, you... I mean, Man United fans would probably argue that um, that you know it's a sign of a big club, right? That everyone's got an opinion on them. That's it's right. Because Sadio Mane <laughs> stopped the boot as well. Didn't <laughs> he yeah. did. That and Mario great. Balotelli. Everyone's at it. Well, Mane was on Instagram posting a photo of, of the television with the game on and the scoreline under it with a caption just saying "Hum." I mean, that is a <laughs> confusing. Yeah, it's a bold move, isn't it? Because it can come back to bite you so easily. Well, that's why he deleted it. I mean, it doesn't matter now. Does yeah, it, it doesn't matter. He's complaining about his television it, speaker system. If you're a footballer. <laughs> Yeah, if you're a football Paul Television speaker making a return. <laughs> if, you, if you're a football player and you Instagram or tweet anything, yeah. it doesn't matter how quick you delete it. Yeah, exactly. There is always going to be a screenshot of it. Of course it, yeah. it is, yeah. yeah. He then posted a photo of him and Klopp in training, laughing, which he probably thought, oh, I'll put that one up to, to throw them off the scent. Well, that makes it worse. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does, yeah. <laughs> it does. Uh, he deleted it. Mario Balotelli, though, was less subtle. He just tweeted, Manchester United, only! Yeah. <laughs> and then tweeted, City fans happy, good night! He also, um, he also added something about um, how Marseille shouldn't, Marseille fans shouldn't worry because he hates PSG as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Um, he deleted both posts later. But do, 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 have you guys? So again, been, it didn't happen. Don't worry about it. Have you guys been taking everything? Back, I mean, Balotelli deleting. What's the point of that? I mean, it's, not, <laughs> it's not as though he's not done it a hundred times in yeah. the past. You know, if you're going to do that, you might as well change your identity. Yeah, exactly. I don't mind. I think that footballers. Do, do I'm get... surprised in 2019 footballers are allowed their own Instagram accounts. Yeah. Well, the well, president about, of the um, United States has one. Think yeah. of the shareholders, Pete. It's yeah. all about growing the brand. But, but good I, point. Good point. It, Sorry. What, Sorry, shareholders. Fellow shareholders. What's wrong though? I can understand from a sort of PR point if. Uh, a footballer say like Mane who's pretty clean cut as far as I'm aware and it seems like a, a lovely chap you don't want him from, from the club's point of view you don't want him getting into this unnecessary battle and journalists saying oh are you slagging him off and, yeah. Yeah. so I suppose that's the reason isn't it otherwise I don't see the problem no I, I think I think that's right I, I mean ultimately they, are, they do have lives as well and they've got their own Thoughts, <laughs> yeah, responsibilities, and they should know that. Imagine that. A 19... They all get media training these days, of course. They yeah, all get social media education. Imagine a 1996 stuff. sort of Paul Merson vintage 1 a.m. Oh, yeah. oh, what that, that would look like. That, well, I'd love to see it. <laughs> if you've got the time machine ready, that's where I'm going. <laughs> no, you, you say you'd love to see it until you actually see it. And then <laughs> you're you go, like, this oh, is <laughs> Yeah. Um, what did you guys make of the. Because obviously, May United played Chelsea in the big mm. game at the Champions, uh, Champions League, the FA Cup this weekend. What did you make of everyone's reaction to May United being beaten by PSG? Because to me, it felt it feels like. It's so typical, like coverage of football in this country these days. Oh, they're going to Solskjaer is 
you know, give him the job, give him mm-hmm. the job, give him the job. He's the best young coach yeah. in the, Europe, give him the job. They lose a game and it's like, oh, Pochettino. To me, it's just so transparent. Clearly, they don't become a terrible team when he doesn't become a terrible manager. If, if he, indeed we agree he is a good one, he doesn't become a terrible one I think because was... they got beaten by a European heavyweight in the Champions League. Sure, but it was a European heavyweight who were missing key players. But I think it was the, the mid-innings collapse, which sure. I But think it can happen, were... though. It's a top level of football, right? Yeah, it can, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're a very, very good team. And, and you know, Man United... And a team have played together. Lots of that. Absolutely. Solskjaer is Schrodinger's manager. Might yeah. be good, might be good, you never know. Mm. Might it's... be good, might be bad. Mm. Open the box, find mm. out. Yeah, I, th- I think it was What's the, the fact that... the the uranium? <laughs> I think it was the fact that PSG were missing players. They were they looked a bit disjointed on paper, obviously, the way the game played out. I mean, at half-time, it was sort of fairly nicely poised. And then Manchester United looked like they were, it could have been three. Could have been maybe four. I mean, sure. Mbappe, I think, was annoyed with himself didn't he? Mm, that he yeah. ever got more than one. So I think Pop it was with the... that thing he does where he finally got punished for it, where he tries to put his yeah. foot over the ball. But Reiki. You're not going to get away with that in Europe. I don't mm. understand why he thinks mm. he can get away with it anyway. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I remember Jamie Redknapp doing that years ago. He liked to kind of do that raking kind of Over the stuff. top. Yeah, yeah and, he, and he went on someone's knee and, and the referee came over and was like, no, and, and Redknapp mouthed, what, are you going to book me for that? And yeah. I remember thinking... You're lucky it's not a straight red. Yeah. And you've had your own knee problems, so you should know yeah. better. <laughs> He's getting his own back. It's but do you think Man- the family, didn't his it? His dad has, yeah. Do you think Man United will see... <laughs> do you think Man United will see... <laughs> do you think Man United will watch the tape of Chelsea's last performance and say there's something there for us? I think they will use that as a blueprint, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if we get three, we'll be I mean, happy. In- incredibly, Chelsea are 11-2 to two second favourites to win the FA Cup with Bet365. So £10 returns, £65 including stake, should they lift the trophy in May. Mm. Second favourite. It's, it's an intriguing tie, this, because um, I'm really interested in the reaction to Alexis Sanchez's performances of late and uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer saying that he needs to find himself on the pitch. Because we were talking about this recently, weren't we? And I, I, I remember you, Marcus, suppressed, um, expressing rather surprise that Luke and I both kind of said that I think Sanchez is probably a busted flush now and mm-hmm. his best days are behind him. And I think his performances are showing that, obviously, apart from at the Emirates. Recently, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, but what do you what do you what do you think about that? Do you think it's just a bad fit for him? Because I wonder if actually the Chelsea game, given how sort of unpredictable and potentially ragged they can be, might be a good mm. opportunity for him to get a chance to do something in a big game. Yeah, but I think to call a footballer like him a busted flush. When you say that about a man like him, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, I just, he's clearly. He, I know he's had a, a few little injuries and whatnot, but it's it's not like he's returning and you think like someone like Torres. He's just he's just not the player and 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 the confidence. Is but I, I think that is the case though. Well, the injury's done that. Well, too. I, th- I think it might be the injuries and sort of playing so much for Chile as well. Yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think with Sanchez, it's just not worked out with him at Manchester United. I don't know what the problem is. And 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 Solskjaer's comments are interesting because if if it was a case that he needed to. Uh, uh, get over a bit more injury, all that kind of stuff. They they play a system which pretty much suits him. He can still do what he wants, you know, more of a wide position or a forward position or something. It's not that a far does, does cry. Does he need to take a step down a little bit and just kind of... I don't know. I think Scholl's comments are interesting. He needs to find himself. And and I think it's a question of confidence, maybe the enjoyment of, of the game and mm. all that kind of stuff. Well, he's got a lot of miles on the clock. He does. He's, and uh, he's... he's um of an age for a player who's played that much football. He's also a difficult character, but people mm-hmm. lead me to believe. And at the moment, he's probably not in Man United's best team, no. which is always difficult for a forward player because yeah. then you're looking at trying to pick up scraps and play in the occasional game or come off the bench and you've got to make an impact. Having said that, did we not see two forward players in the shape of Lingard and Martial go off for United mm. against PSG in midweek? So they yeah. might get an opportunity there. But I, I, I echo what Marcus says. He needs to... He needs to reboot himself somehow. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is, it's not a problem for him. If it is, it's a nice problem to have. He's earning so much money. Well, that's yeah, it. That he's not going to go anywhere else. No. So he's, mm-hmm. he's going to probably have to stay there and fight for his place. Uh, and China. It, it, yeah, maybe. That's the answer, isn't it, for all these yeah. guys? Just go to China. Unless you're Aaron Ramsey. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get that kind of money in Italy, thank you oh, very much. Lovely old lovely job. Old job that, that, that is yeah. a lovely old job. Free yeah, so transfer, well done, Arsenal. Sanchez, yeah, Sanchez, might, Sanchez might figure <laughs> a little bit more than we expect in this game against Chelsea. And I tell you what, if that performance from Chelsea, in terms of the gaps they left against Man City, is anything to go by, mm. he might yeah, find himself having a, having a bit of joy. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if, if anybody can get the best out of uh, a footballer on an emotional level, Solskjaer is probably better than a really tactical kind of, like, you know, like a Sarri kind of. Do you feel like we get the best out of you on an emotional level, Pete? No, God, no. No, you, no. Worst you've you. hurt me. <laughs> you've hurt me emotionally every week since we started. Who, who does get the best out of you emotionally, or can we not name them for legal reasons? <laughs> on this on this day of romance. I'm trying to think, yeah, who does? Well, I'll have a think about that. But, uh, the id inside me. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, Gonzalo Higuain, he'll be looking at the Manchester United defenders and thinking, right, come on, another couple of goals from me. Yeah. And uh, I, I'd be interested. I, I think isn't every football striker thinking that every single game? Yeah, Mbappe <laughs> certainly was. Yeah, I think that uh, with Iguain in the side, even though he did play against Man City, but actually he had a couple of moments against Man yeah. City. The keeper saved well. Yeah, I'm really interested to see how it will will, will pan out with him um, at the top because Chelsea have needed a goal scoring striker in his ilk, and we'll see if Sari Ball um, and and uh, and Iguain can get along once and again. At least they're playing at home because I don't think Chelsea have scored away since the start of the. Yeah, is that true? I think that might be the case. Just chuck it out there. Chuck it out so. there, mate. It's fake news. See or what it, happens. It's either real or fake news. Either I'm, way, I'm, it can be we're all entitled to, yeah, We're all entitled to our own facts these days. <laughs> <don't we? Yeah. laughs> As Jim has told us over the years. That's right. Uh, yes, uh, right. Let's go to uh, Wales, Newport County, host Manchester City. Can Manchester City <laughs> do what MK Dons did last Tuesday and go to Rodney Parade and win? Well, it's a big ask. Isn't it, it is a huge ask because it's, it's part of the romance of, of the cup, as we know. Um, big ash. It's, but, <laughs> yeah. it's always funny, isn't it, when you think, oh, you know that pitch, and oh, they're not going to fancy it. MK Dons did it yeah. just a few days well, ago. Well, Michael Flynn said that you know oh, this Flynn-y. this could be the biggest upset in the history of the cup if you look at the money City have and, and the caliber mm-hmm. of the manager, which we you know is, could is be. a fair could be fair and, point. And but Pep he, likes he, cups. He plays yeah, his he his, his main team. Yeah. He, he plays he, if he's sort of losing matches, he tries to play them. Um, into form but mm. I mean to be fair they did have a pretty good result in the week so <laughs> the quadruple is on for Manchester City not so much chat about the quadruple this season as there was last season but but they do have big games coming up though Manchester City because they're off to Schalke next week now it, it's a favourable draw as they go in the knockout stages of the Champions League let's, let's not be silly but still it's, it's it's never an easy place to, well, any away tie in the Champions League is always difficult and and Guardiola you would imagine with the games coming up so you want to put down a marker and you come away with a, with a 2-0 win or something like that would be absolutely fantastic then they've got Chelsea uh, next weekend or the, sorry the weekend after this uh, in, in the League Cup final um, mm. and I think to me I thought to myself oh could he rest players and I thought yeah, it doesn't really matter with that squad, does it? <laughs> that's, no, that was going to be exactly it. my point. <laughs> yeah. that you go back and look at the team you played against Burnley. The third team. Yeah, and there's a couple of players in there that wouldn't necessarily play that often. I but guess Zinchenko like, or somebody. Zinchenko, or Danilo, I think, played. He started against some, uh, Chelsea, I think. That's Zinchenko. the thing. They're all, they're all, they're all relied upon to play um, whenever they need to play, and they're all decent. It's like, yeah. you, you wouldn't, I don't in my mind think of Gundogan as a, as a first team. Really. No. But he's amazing. But, I, know. I, mean, like, can I know. You, can you honestly look at that team and, and know when they're resting players? It's, well, that's he the might point. Be doing it all the time. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And Godon, another one, he scored against Chelsea, of course. Sometimes he, they rest themselves during the game <laughs> and still win. Let the ball do the work. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but it's absolutely true. You know, you, you, you think to yourself, okay, well, he's not playing on, but the trouble is that he, he, those three guys are playing as well. I mean, the, the squad is so vast, and yet Phil Foden probably won't start. 
No, he won't. Newport are a colossal 28 to 1 to win this game in 90 minutes with Bet365. It's on Saturday tea time, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, £10 on that returns £290, including stake. It's a big ask for Newport County. And I know I'm going to get in trouble on our Reddit for saying this every week because they, they slag me off for repeating myself. Okay. But it's Rodney Parade is becoming a classic FA Cup venue. It is. And hopefully, because I'm a neutral and I have no dog in this fight, hopefully we'll see uh, a Newport win. A more, more folklore attitude. <laughs> I'm going to put it more diplomatically. How have you got no dog in this? We, we've got the underdog in it, mate. That's true. A, that's got a chihuahua. Dog. I want Newport then. County to win. Well, of course you do. <laughs> you don't have a heart if you want Manchester City to win. Unless you're a Man City fan. Yeah. Or yeah, um, yeah or yeah, or a fan of the fellow relo, a, re, a rival of Newport County. Yes. Ra, ra. <laughs> Remini. 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 There's your inner dog. Doing a bit, doing a bit of, uh, doing a bit of remix in there. Yeah. Is this Limp Biscuit? Is that you on the ones and twos, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for emails with PED. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Not the bees. Got mail. All right, Stuart Dickerson has got in touch. Thank you, Stuart Dickerson. Uh, on the last episode, uh, I think, Luke, you asked a Leicester fan to get in touch with their views for an inside perspective on Puel and why the fans are seemingly unhappy with him. Uh, let me just start off by saying I personally like him and here's why. His focus on <laughs> passing the ball more and attempting to play more possession football is vitally needed in the club. Uh, counter-attacking non-possession football is too one-dimensional now. We need more strings for our ball. He's bringing youth into the team, which is good. Madison Pereira, uh, Tielsman, uh, Tielman's uh, young, fast, technically gifted. That's all good. Uh, and contrary to what some Grumbly fans are playing, uh, saying, we're playing some beautiful football and we've uh, been more than holding our own. Some of the quick passing, attacking football has been fantastic. Negatives though, Luke. Too inconsistent. The players, particularly the old guard, are struggling to adapt to Puel's methods. Don't bring me negatives. <laughs> bring me solutions. <laughs> well, you asked for these. Bring me so challenges. That's why I'm <laughs> gather- we got a few emails about this. Uh, I think one of the main factors affecting the fans' uh, lack of endearment towards Puel is his lack of communication skills. Uh, this is clearly displayed every time he gives a post-match interview. The same old spiel every time. We need to play with intensity and quality, not bore- not just boring, but also unoriginal. And also, fans feel this, golden- this is a golden generation of Leicester and want us to win as much as we can. Uh, some of the uh, starting lineups for the cup competitions have been quite questionable and that's one thing that everybody mm. kind of got in touch with they basically said they want to win a cup they want to win things yeah. and they've got a taste they, 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 taste they would have it. had a, they would have had a situation I think where they if they had not played such a weak inside against Man yeah. City they came very close to going through and yeah. they would have had Burton in the semi then they would have been in the final and yeah. that's a lot mm. of ifs but I understand that point yeah. Yeah. Charles uh, also gets in touch and says uh, he would clearly be a remain voter Leicester fans warm to hard-hitting no-nonsense English Brexiteers right <laughs> <laughs> I actually got a tweet about it which I enjoyed and I retweeted it but I'll say it on here in case you know, people have seen it um, it's from Tom Arnold who says personally my beef is he's not weird enough Yeah, all yeah. our best managers have been oddballs O'Neill, Pierce, and Ranieri so I welcome the anticipated summer arrival of Brendan Rodgers <laughs> one of football's great bellends <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it oh, wouldn't that That'd genuinely would be a good fit it would. wouldn't it well the talk is Rodgers or uh, Pete Donaldson's um, Pete Donaldson's management bay uh, Rafa Benita. Yeah. Mm. He'd have money to spend. He'd have money to I'll spend. I'll tell you, if you look at Rob Balls, I mean, you can look no further than Pete Donaldson. He could do a job. You've yeah. lived in Leicester before. You have. Exactly. Yeah. worked for Leicester. City. I'm probably still on the PAYE. Remind yeah. us what you did at Leicester. Uh, cut up the pork. You cut up the pork. And gave out pucker pies. It's not going to cut itself, is it? No. no. Can he cut up the mustard, though? Uh, <laughs> give him a chance. <laughs> Martin says, Hi, lads. As an Ipswich fan, I wasn't looking forward to your analysis of the old, old Farm Derby, especially after you started by accurately describing us as probably the most miserable set of fans in the country at the moment. Luckily, he started talking about a Concord on the pitch and skipped talking about the game altogether. On behalf of all town fans, thank you very much. <laughs> If you want to get to the show, shutthefootballramble.com. Uh, and, and before we move on, because I was anticipating this being a theme of the email section. Right. And I 
Do I make an apology for this? I'm going to say I make no apology for okay. this. Okay. It's Kevin King's birthday today. It is. Mm, He's it is 68 King. years old today. Yeah, Valentine's amazing. Day. I don't... Oh, yeah, his birthday's on that. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Mr. Lover Lover Man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Marcus, anything to add? Uh, I would say he breaks hearts, but... Um... <laughs> he breaks crockery, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> Or has it broken for him? Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Keggy, though. Yeah. Happy birthday, yeah. Kevin Keegan. Absolutely. A wonderful, wonderful man. Joseph Kevin Keegan. I love it. His name's not Kevin. Yeah. First name, mm. anyway. Is that right? Mm. I like how Pete always gets in. He's a wonderful man, because he is. Even his initials he are is. joke. J-K-K. Joke. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. All right. He's a bloke. <laughs> it's time for an ad break. See you in a moment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. wasn't clattering on. He bloody well was. Never clatter. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show. Donny. Hello. I'm playing Crystal Palace. <laughs> oh, Don no. Don Rose. Oh. <laughs> Tricked him. Keep oh, yeah. them in the cup because they are one of the teams who, one of the many teams who now look like they're going to finish above Portsmouth this season <laughs> and I could do with them staying in the cup competition to distract them somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, Crystal Palace were woeful in front of goal against West Ham last weekend. They beat Spurs in the previous round, but they did take 86 minutes to break down. It was 10 men, uh, Grimsby Town in the cup. So, um, interesting. Palace, they've got more options. I mean, look, they should win this game for crying out loud. Let's say that straight away. More options uh, up front with Benteke back in the side and Batshuayi as well. But still... That game against West Ham, Jim, you can't yeah. ignore the the, the missed chance, which was a, it was a disaster because everybody missed one. Andros yes. letting you down again, Marcus. Oh, well, he was one Ooh. of the few actually that didn't waste any chances. <laughs> didn't score though, did he? He didn't. Well, you know, he can't score every week, Jim. Well, that's not how what I remember you saying. No, I, <laughs> no, I don't need a reminder of the exact word. Um, <laughs> if you're a footballer, don't say that in the interview. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, but um, you're right though. Actually, in a sense, though, might that give them faith that all of them missed? Like Batshuayi's face was. Yeah, I know what you mean. He, he was mortified. Yeah, but, um, th- but this is a chance. <laughs> without uh, disrespecting Doncaster Rovers, Crystal Palace are a Premier League side and should win this game. So yeah. this is a chance for whoever plays up front to get a, a goal or two. Yeah, confidence, eh? Mm. To start racking them up, perhaps. Benteke surely needs a goal. Is it better for him to get a goal in this game or, or, or a Premier League game? I think I think any it, game. It could be like if if Benteke scores against Doncaster, Roy Hodgson might be going, oh, that's his level. <laughs> Finally, we found his level. <laughs> I think, I think Benteke great... after the game would say, you know, I had my chances, but I'm just saving it for the Premier League. It's, yeah. it's, it's a real remarkable reminder of how quick football moves on when yeah. you just cast your mind back to how... Christian Benteke played at Aston Villa. Yeah, and that that huge move to Got Liverpool. Move to Liverpool. Yeah. yeah, he was he, he was, was great. At Villa, he looked he? unplayable. Yeah, right? yeah. He looked so good, and it's sad because as a player, he's completely shown a confidence. I remember yeah. the first day of this season, seeing Palace. I saw Palace on the, on the open day of the season, and then warming up. Even in the warm up, mm. I was looking at Benteke, thinking, mm, 
And it's very, sure it must that. be so frustrating when you're when you're a player like Benteke. You know you've got ability. Yeah. For some reason, and maybe it's the same with Sanchez at the moment. Perhaps slightly different, but someone like Benteke, you know you have that ability, and you just cannot shake off this uh, this sort of malaise, malaise, or the the kind of the, the, the slight nervousness or anxieties you have on the pitch yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Also, I mean, I don't know if this stuff going on is personal. But I, I don't know. There's no point in speculating in, in that. But, but so this happens to so many football footballers about the confidence. You know, it, it must be. And and you know, nowadays you're sports psychologists and you can try and try and try, but they, they well, you've you, just got to unlock it somehow. If you're a, if you're Doncaster Rovers, you're hoping Benteke plays because he's a big, strong guy, but he's not in great form. He's got no confidence. Mm. Doncaster are confident. Keep Moat's been decent for them recently. I don't think they've lost for four or five games. Mm-hmm. Um, they help. They held Portsmouth recently. They beat Oldham, I think, in the cup as well. Um, they're, they're doing okay. I think they're sixth in League One. They're going to be amongst it come the end of the season for promotion. Mm. They'll fancy this. They will. Crystal Palace are ten to one with better three six five to actually win the FA Cup this season. Uh, ten pound returns one hundred and ten pound, including stake. But they're definitely not going to have it all their own way this time. They're not. But I'm glad you put that one in about them winning the cup because. If you are a fan of Palace, then there's a few other Premier League sides in there. You know, Roy Hodgson will realise that Palace they could go far in this year's competition. That you know that is a decent draw. If you look at some of the other uh, draws in, in in this round of the cup, you know, one of Chelsea or Manchester United will go out in, this, just in have, this round. Yeah, probably now, obviously, Man City. You, <laughs> now, Marcus, you're absolutely right. Could the teams who should be having having a, at least half an hour winning the FA Cup this season are Wolves, Crystal Palace, and Watford. Yes, mm. they're, they're the three teams that that that, um, that have to go out and think they can I mean, do it. Wolves are fourth favourites. Yeah, I was going to say specifically Wolves, who are what seventh, I think, at the Premier League. You know, they're, they're the pick. They of play the Bristol City next. Yeah, because yeah. we, they've also been very very good against against the top side. Absolutely. They? So they should fancy themselves. Uh, and Watford have got a good chance because they play QPR uh, tomorrow night, Friday night. So th- there's there's a chance these. One of these teams through. I think what's probably going to happen is one of them will get to the final and Man City will win it. That's probably what I happened. know what you mean. Well, we thought that uh, when Wigan got to yeah. the final, didn't we? And Crystal Palace came very close a few years ago, and Alan Pardew gave us one of the finest British football moments ever. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he did. Didn't he, Peter? Yeah, yes, he did. I know what Luke is alluding <laughs> to. Are you doing the, why are you doing the dance now? <laughs> em- emulating your hero. Yeah. Actually, you're dressed a bit like Pardew today. I am a little bit yeah. like your like your um, mum's new boyfriend, aren't I? Yeah, so, yeah. Bit, yeah. 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 Well, it's Valentine's Day, isn't it? I'll take the rose out of my teeth. Pete Dawson is many is many mums new boat <laughs> Many mums, the yeah. man of many mums. <laughs> Indeed, um, the mammary man. <laughs> What a mammoth, mammoth. Anyway, that seems uh, that's something entirely different. Yeah, very different. Um, Wolves. Uh, I've got a tricky one away to Bristol City. I'd like to put you in the or, 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 or drag your attention to the form table in in European football in all competitions around around the continent. So just to give you a bit of perspective, if Spurs are twentieth. Uh, we go down a bit further. Juventus fourteenth. Barnsley 13th, fair play to them. Mm. Uh, into the top 10, Manchester United a 5th, Real Madrid a 4th, Bayern Munich a 3rd, Manchester City 2nd, Bristol City a 1st. Wow. They are the form team in this continent of Europe. <laughs> How about that? that they incredible. Currently 5th in the championship, 5 points behind uh, Leeds United. Uh, having won, Oh no, there were games last night. They're, they're certainly in the playoff mix, uh, but they've won 9 in a row. 6 of them uh, have been clean sheets. The last time they were beaten was on the 24th of November away to Leeds. They are banging form, Bristol City. Is it too early, though, <clears throat> to have I that mean, run? I had no idea about that. That's it's, incredible. Isn't it just? <clears throat> it was a brilliant return, that is. Fantastic. Bristol City. And, and so I, I was thinking to myself, Wolves will be happy with that draw. 
Um, they got a good chance there. Um, like I said, fourth favourites. But under Lee Johnson, it, it, Bristol City, you know, they, Bristol, they pushed. City, it was a tough old they one. Pushed, they pushed Manchester City reasonably hard. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a bit of an ask. But my goodness, they gave a good of account, a good account it's, of themselves. That, that could that has a potential to be such a good game. It does. Bristol City, from, from when I've seen them, they play with a lot of energy. Mm. I think you say the same of Wolves. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, Wolves coughed and spluttered against Shrewsbury, didn't they? Mm-hmm. We're fortunate that you could argue. But with, at, at their best, they were, they're excellent Wolves. Of course, but it was, an odd, it was an odd one against the Shrews because they really needed, hmm. to, to, you know, both games and even in the second game, you know, Shrewsbury got a bit of joy. Bristol, they don't, they're a bit like Middlesbrough in the sense that they don't score a lot of goals, but their defence is pretty good. I think they have the second best defensive uh, uh, record in the championship behind Middlesbrough. But they're in there and, uh, you know... I, uh, that could be a bit of an upset. Although I suppose when you put it in the context of that, of course it's an upset because Wolves are going pretty well in the Premier League. But it will not be a, a, a pushover, you would think, for, for our Wolverhampton Wanderers. And as I've said, their fourth favourites to lift the FA Cup this season. Eight to one with Bet365. £10 returns £90, including stake. Yeah, Ooh. another tasty one in terms of Premier League versus Championship. Brighton versus Derby. Derby mm. will fancy it. We know they've got pedigree. They've got form for beating bigger sides in the Cup this season. And Brighton have been in very bad form in the league, not one since 29th of December. But in the Cup, they won away to Bournemouth and away to West Brom, needing extra time. But my, my, my worry for Brighton, we talk about Bristol City not scoring too many goals, but they look effective. Brighton, 35-year-old Glenn Murray is their top scorer of the season with, with 12 goals in all competitions. But the next one down is defender Shane Duffy on five goals. Now, it, it's, it's something... That, it's, that's funny because that's a great return, return for a defender. He's really, dangerous, he's really dangerous from set pieces, yeah. Duffy. He's really and and it, always, it always warms me cockles to see Glenn Murray get on the score yeah. sheet, I think. <laughs> and, but he's um, 35 now. <laughs> Florent <laughs> Andone's been banned now, hasn't he, for that elbow we talked about against, uh, the West, against West Brom where he scored, but he... Arguably shouldn't have been on the pitch. Hard mm-hmm. to ignore that one, wasn't it? He's been, <laughs> yeah, he's been bad for three games. I don't know if they're going to appeal it, but as of time of recording, he's, he's out of this game, I mm-hmm. think. I don't think I'll have much joy out of that, what do you reckon? No. I only stuck one elbow on him. <laughs> I <laughs> couldn't <laughs> tell. That's it, that's it, yeah. One's the yellow card and yeah. the other... But yeah. I, I've, I've got a, if I were a Derby fan, I would be a little bit concerned that they're going to be the nearly men this season. I, think? Think, I, think, I, mean, you I know what you about, mean. You talk about how solid Middlesbrough are at the back, Bristol City are in great form. There's mm-hmm. some good teams up there, Norwich, Leeds, Sheffield United. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I wonder Derby if they'll just be... Seventh. Yeah, they are. And I wonder if they'll finish the, seventh. Yeah. Leeds back at the top of the tree, of course, in the Championship. They won last night, didn't they? Yeah. Or Tuesday night, whatever it was. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but Derby, though, they're, they're an exciting side to watch in the Cup. We've uh, we've very much enjoyed them. Is it uh, Harry Wilson, the Welsh lad? Yeah. Yeah. Why doesn't he, why doesn't he choose to represent England? Take We've the got, Declan Rice route, mate. Players. Got too many players. I think he's actually had caps in uh, competitive. Uh, I thought Declan games. Rice's statement was very, very well balanced, very well written, and very um, just overall really well done. I, I mean, I, I don't expect he'll get any quarter from from some more more of the irate, angry fans that we obviously always encounter in football. But I think he he detailed quite eloquently how he felt and how difficult a decision it was mm-hmm. for him. Um, for those who haven't seen it, he's declared for England, having having previously played. Ireland in a non-competitive uh, way and, yeah. and at youth team level as well I think yeah. three uh, three uh, caps for Ireland but of course all friendly non-competitive in the same way I think Wilfred Zahar I think has two yeah, for caps for England. for England but they were friendlies people often forget sure that. so it can, can, can work both ways yeah. um, but I, I think he, he's, he's done himself a credit the way he the way he announced it and the way he, he talked about it and, and his statement and of course he spoke personally to Mick McCarthy and Gareth Southgate I, I wish I'd heard that Mick McCarthy oh, yeah. conversation oh, he'd be yeah. fuming but um, more power to him. And I'm not just saying that because he's come to England and I personally support England. I think it's, it was obviously a difficult decision for him yeah. and, he's, and he's explained it quite eloquently. And he didn't realise how good he was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus! You've undermined that and that's oh. on you. 
That's on you. Kevin Kilbert, Bl- he, hell. he said, oh, you know, Declan Rice in that statement says, I'm a proud Englishman, but also proud of my um, heritage, uh, yeah. Irish yeah. heritage, which is perfectly uh, a fair statement to mm. make. And there's a lot of people now, you know, nowadays, in, in, in uh, especially in a city like London. But um, Kevin Kilban, of course, is in a, was in a similar boat to Declan Rice in the sense that, you know, he went to go and represent Ireland. Um, probably wouldn't have had the option for England if we're talking realistically. But Kevin Kilban just said, well, if you're a proud Englishman, why did you come and play for us at all then? I was a bit like, you're talking to like a 20-year-old lad. Yeah, who, yeah. It's course. a bit yeah. harsh, Kevin. I mean, it, yeah, and the 94 squad, come on. <laughs> come on now. There you go. Come on. Kevin Kilban got um, over 100 caps. He might well have done. He got 110 caps, just checked. 110 yeah. caps. So he's um, he's a part of, from a part of Ireland called Preston. <laughs> I, but, uh, I did. Uh, I did. A, such a knob. I, I spent sixty quid. On no, I've got those. no beef with it. Of course, I haven't. I I, spent, I, he's a great. He's been a great oh, pro over the Zenedine years. Zenedine Kilban, leave him. Yeah, alone. exactly. Yeah, I spent sixty quid on a DNA test. Um, there we go. Uh, <laughs> and was the, was the baby yours? Or yeah. not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, those things where you spit into a, a, a tube and they send, they say where you're from. Yeah. Um, what well, is so he just going on the street? Some bloke gives you a, gives you a test oh, tube, tube, spitting it, and he takes it away. and he goes, "Oh, Cobb from... Street, yeah. <laughs> Soho." He uh, came back, and I was like sixty percent Irish, and I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Ma'am, it says I'm sixty percent Irish." She went, "Yeah, both your great grandmothers were Irish." I was like, "That could have saved me sixty quid." Yeah, could have just if told I me just, that. Yeah, could have just told can me I, that. Can I just say, yeah, after yeah. those, couldn't you? At least, yeah. at least the readings, you know, they guessed that one correctly. I was, yeah. sat, I was, I was one. I said Polynesian. There you go. Well, yeah. yeah. Aren't we all though? From? Aren't we all? I was sat in the studio with Pete a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember what it was just me and him sat in here, and he's, he's, I was on my computer and he's on his phone, and he makes a phone call, and because it's quiet in here, I could hear it, and he's calling his mum. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. He rings his mum, and all I hear from the other end of the phone is, "Oh, not you again." <laughs> <laughs> Charming, isn't she? Yeah, I thought that was really hard. The Welsh, ladies and gentlemen. You live like hundreds of miles away from me. You think you should be having to hear from me? I know. Yeah, yeah, but you don't know what kind of. On the other hand, I also know Pete. I was going to say, yeah, (laughs) have a bit of sympathy for for his mam. Uh, Right, what's our best bet with Bet Three Six Five, old sport? Our best bet with Bet Three Six Five comes from Chris King, the King Man, the Kingmaker. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Uh, After hearing Tuesday's podcast. It's actually Mondays, but it's okay to listen to it on Tuesday. And with Luke's message still ringing in my ears, I've decided to step up and throw my hat into the ring for a chance of not only ending the barren run of best bet results, but aiming for the fabled three in a row, the Rambles' very own perfect hat trick. I'm going to start my run with the thigh rubber of the next round, which has to be Chelsea versus Man United. And I'm not going for any fancy results or first player to score. We've got to go back to basics to start winning some money for charity. So my bet is a simple Man United to win. Ole's boys have been on good form uh, and it will be tough competition for a Chelsea side that are struggling to find any sort of form whatsoever. According to Bet365, £50 at odds of 13 to 5 should return a whopping £180. And get this, in fact, I'm so confident of this result that if you read out my email, I'll bet £50 myself and donate those winnings to Prostate Cancer UK as well. Ooh. Best of luck picking a new better. <laughs> Let's hope that Jose Mourinho isn't hiding in a basket <clears> to spoil the day. Uh, cheers, guys, and keep up the good rambling work. That's from Chris King. So he selected Man United to beat Chelsea at 13 to 5. So £50 on that will return £180, including stake, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. You must be uh, 18 or over to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to begambleaware.org. Good luck, Chris. Good and luck. good luck, I suppose, to Man United. Yeah, on that we basis. all need to get behind Manchester United now, Jim. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> All right, it's time for going for gold. So the heat is on and the time is right. It's time for you, but you to play the game. Cause people are coming, everyone's trying. Trying you need to be here the best that they can. To reach for the sky where the stakes are so high. Where 
Lord. Hello to Ned York. His name isn't Ned York. Ned of he York. Is Ned of York. He just says Ned York. It's quite a Game Ned of Thrones. Stark. Yeah, it's yeah. Like quite a Game of Thrones type I name. I am isn't Ned it? of York, and I will chop your head off. Speller, are you? You haven't won one for a little while. That's true. Under yeah. pressure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Under... <laughs> no, no, but you're, you're at your best when you're on them and the backs against the wall. Do you think? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Back to goal. Turn. Balls, yeah. And whack. Top right. Whack Go left or right. He's like Mitro. <laughs> 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 I like this first clue. I am 54 years old now, but I was younger during my football career. <laughs> <laughs> I do like well, that. we found out today Kevin Keegan's 68, so it's not him. Yeah. Lovely. Tim, um, I, I said stop. He did yeah. say stop. Yeah. Tim Breaker. Incorrect. Yeah. Stop. Ian Wright. Incorrect. Tim Breaker once went to my mate's house to deliver some tickets for a game. Oh, oh, Mr. Nice. Breaker. Competition nice. win. <laughs> my name is Mr. Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in South Africa, but I played 41 times for another country, scoring seven times. Stop. Ooh. Gary Mabbott? Incorrect. I think he was born. Was he born in South seven Africa? Seven goals for England, Gary Mabbott. If you know. <laughs> I'll just focus on the South Africa thing. Yeah. Uh, stop. Graham Hick. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Among the honours I received in my career, I was Rookie of the Year in the last ever season of Nazal's existence and won ITV's Goal of the Season award in 1991. Ooh. Ooh. A bit of Nazal. Ooh, that is interesting. That is very interesting. Spicy. Very spicy indeed. Oh, Stop. No, no, no. Sorry, carry on. Oh, I don't know. I don't have anything. No, no. no I've, okay. That's it. Why did you show it then? What was in it's your just, head? No, I'm not saying that. He's got tactics. Don't worry about it. I'm not saying that. <laughs> it's time wasting. Yeah. Hiding his light under a bushel. Um, <laughs> uh, between 1989 and 1993, I moved clubs for fees for of around uh, one million, no less than three times. One of those moves was from QPR to Blackburn. Oh, and stop! Mine... Is it Roy Wiggerly? It's Roy Wiggerly! Oh, well played, well played, well played. Luke Moore wins. <laughs> My time at Blackburn was ultimately curtailed by the arrival of the man known as the old Alexander Mitrovic, Alan Shearer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I finished my career at the Tampa Bay Mutiny, for whom my less successful footballing brothers, Jeff and Steve, have also played. Jeff Wergerly, lovely. I was just thinking of American players that came to the Premier League from mm. the US. I, I wasn't aware that he was born in South Africa. Though. No, I didn't know no. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Tampa Bay Mutiny. Yeah. Yeah. According to former US national team manager Steve Sampson, I came to him before the 1998 match against Paraguay in San Diego and said I had personal knowledge of an affair between US captain uh, John Harkes and Amy Winalda, the John wife Harks. of US uh, is a Harkes, yeah. uh, of uh, a wife of US striker Eric Winalda. As a result, uh, Harkes was uh, dropped from the team. So there we wow. go. Um, Gary Mabbitt was actually born in Bristol <laughs> and looks a bit like Gerard Depardieu these days. Ah, it's interesting to see. Yeah, I'd say something, right? Luke Moore has turned the screw. Yeah, I think that's two in a row, is it? He's yeah. doing very well. I'm on a, I'm on a Hattie. He's on a Hattie. Mm, yeah. He's got a bracy. I'm on a David Batty. You're lagging behind, Marcus. I am. Um, I want the other game. <laughs> yeah, that, he's always very fond of the game, isn't he? Yeah, because yeah. he's good at it. That's yeah. right. No, because I think it's it's not so much. Found I'm good. your I level. Think other people are quite bad. Although I say you're good at it, didn't I? Not have an impromptu version of the other game recently. With and Peter I, Beardsley. Yeah, and you, and one of you, because they one of his clubs. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think the others are, are that piss poor. I've okay. got a rest on that. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, that's but fine. But when they improve, then I'm in trouble. Well, you, what you mean is you've taken the big man out of the game. 
All right, get a guess. I'll say you're much better off. Well, you know. You're Christian Benteke. Oh, come oh, on. That's unfair. He's, he's, not, he's, he's not a target man, is he? He's more like a Carlos Tevez type I'm player. a target at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Time on your back, mate, when you get to that level. Indeed, yeah. My goodness. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. We're off for some FA Cup action. Say goodbye, Luke Moore. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Say goodbye, P.E.D. Happy birthday, Kevin Keegan. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Bye. And it's bye from me. was a Radio Stakhano production. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.